that link. Uh, bam, we're live. I want to paste the link to our show in the Dubai YouTube station. I wonder, uh, it would be on YouTube somewhere. What's up, Brian? What's up? What, what did you think? For the most part, I thought that was a well-programmed event. Um, it seemed like there were different components of it that gave different athletes different uh, challenges. And, it, you know, we had um, we had talked about the fact that it could come down to, you know, just one of the movements in particular, but it seemed like different people had opportunity to shine on different components of it, um, which is kind of nice in a chipper. Uh, any surprises in the victories? Roman and Briggs, no, not really. Uh, I mean, Engine still carried the day there. But uh, or did Lazar win? Lazar and, and Lazar, yeah. Lazar won. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'd say like you know, not in terms of the victory, no. But some of the other finishes, you know, I think Ricky he still think finished fifth, but it wasn't as uh, it wasn't what I was expecting from him on that. Um, the bag tore him up, and then Gabby similarly also, you know, ninth place finish on that, not uh, probably what she was looking for there. And Gabby uh, is most surprising to me because she struggled with the handstand push-ups and Laura and Laura did not. Um, I don't know if she just went for a big set and messed up, but uh, and maybe she got tired of other places, but they're both Laura's worse than Gabby traditionally at that. No, she's not only when they're strict. She's good at keeping handstand push-ups dude. And you said deep parallettes, man. That wasn't deep at all. I, I was expecting regular parallette handstand push-ups, which would have been way harder. Don't 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 blame me for that. I'm just relaying information that I was passed. But they, uh, were, every, they were negligent. Everyone is tuning in. Welcome. This is uh, the Sevon Podcast coverage of the Dubai CrossFit Championships. This we are in between uh, event number three and four. On day two of the competition, and we are recapping event number. Can we just clarify something here? Or just off the what, back? What, sure, sure. What event number is this? Three. Three. Uh, we're recapping event number three, which was the chipper. It was done in two heats of men and two heats of women. Go, Brian. I mean, Tommy said this on this on the stream, and you guys, you have to listen. You know, it's it's like uh, I feel like I'm like uh, it's, it's like I'm in a class talking to the class, and I'm saying, okay, guys. Uh, we have some pull-ups today, and you can do them any way you want. And then everyone asks, well, can I keep these pull-ups? Can I strict them? Can I? It's like, pay attention. Tommy just said it on the live stream. We've said it on here multiple times. Laura Horvath is bad at strict deficit handstand push-ups. Really bad. Like, bad enough that if they were the requirement here, she might not have done five, and she might have been eliminated from the competition. When she can use momentum from her lower body, she is fine upside down. She might not be as good as the rest of them if they were sets of 50, but in a set of 10... If she can keep them, she's going to be okay. Uh, fair, very fair. Uh, let me ask you this for us just regular everyday CrossFitters. I fu I'm fucked around with keeping handstand pushups once, and I'll never do them again. It, it fucked my back up, fucked my neck up. I wasn't even landing on my head hard at all. I'm great at strict handstand pushups. Uh, did you see the way Sarah Sigmund's daughter was bouncing off that mat? Yeah, and I don't think she was the only one. I mean, definitely. Right. Uh, in, Does that make you cringe? I mean, is, like, why why are they doing this? Why? why so this is, is a well, it's a good example of the difference between sport and training. So I would not recommend anyone in your local gym doing handstand pushups that way. 
these athletes are the best of the best and they're competing against the best of the best and they have to look for every advantage they can to get the best score on a workout so that they can have the best result in the in the rest of the competition. So what they're doing there is more aggressive, violent, and damaging to the brain, honestly, than what I would recommend any of you doing at home. Okay, good. And and I think it should be taken out of competition, me personally. And if you want to make it easier or harder, just change the depth. Don't allow kipping, period. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, who, who won these events? Who won the women and who won the men? We already said. Let's say it again. Lazar, Lazar won the men, and then uh, Briggs won the women. And uh, is, has the leaderboard been updated? It has for the women. And so who's second and third place for the women? On that workout, it went Sam Briggs, Laura Horvath, Kristen Holta, then Emily Rolfe. Um, and, the, and the top three in that workout are still top three overall in the competition, just in a different order. Uh, Laura Horvath still in first place. Kristen Holt is in second place, and Sam Briggs is in third place. And the dudes, uh, Lazar took first, and who took second, third, and fourth? Lazar was first. Roman was second. I, I think Elliot Simmons off screen finished third. Then Adler and Ricky was fifth. And there were no finishers in the first heat, so those were the top five for not just their heat, but also the overall event. Um, yeah. is, is Roman Krennikov the only, um, male who wears Lululemons, uh, the same, <laughs> he, he wears the same clothes as the women. He competes in the same clothes as the women. Uh, uh you can see his pat, you can see his package. See his package. Does he wear a cup under there or, or can you actually see his bits and bobs? It's an amazing, it's amazing. No judgment. It, these like, who's going to say anything to his face? Is there anything not masculine about his outfit? That's why gender's stupid and it's made up. There's nothing unmasculine about this guy. And he wears women's pants. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Uh, back on subject here. Uh, are we surprised um, are, are we disappointed in anyone's performance here? Are we like, yo, what's going on, Ricky? You're supposed to dominate. You're in fifth. And was the weight on the men's bag too heavy? I didn't see any of them touching go like the women. And I really, really liked watching manganese do that. What's her name? Manganese? Manganese? <laughs> that was cool watching her touch and go that bag, even though maybe it wasn't a winning strategy. I mean, Laura did it too. Yeah. You mean when the camera cut away from her? Yeah. Brian, um, any thoughts no, no. on on the men's way to the bag, John? I no, I didn't have really any surprises. I thought the bag would have been hard for Ricky. Um, he still got fifth, so I mean it's not a not a bad finish for him. Um, the bag is always lighter for the women if it's a hundred and a hundred and fifty. I mean, even if you go by the standard rules, which they don't do in the games anymore. Um, of the 70% rule, it's still lower than that, 66%. Um, and typically in the games or bigger competitions, the women usually do 80% of the weight. Um, so the women are just going to move the bag faster. Uh, I do think they should have the time cap the same, though, for the men because they obviously weren't faster. Yeah. Go ahead, Go ahead, Brian. I agree. I mean, I think that in this, you know, sometimes sometimes time caps are imposed because of scheduling constraints. You know, for Wadapalooza is a good example of this. They have 3,000 athletes competing. They only have so many stages. They only have so much time in a day that they can run events. So they have to have 
like they say, like we only have 10 minutes per heat for this event and we have to make an event that fits inside that time cap. This also happens at the games. And Dave Castro has talked about this in his book and in some podcasts that he's done. But here at Dubai, there's only four heats maximum for every event. There's only 38 total athletes competing. There is absolutely no time constraint. And in my opinion, there's no reason that they shouldn't be having time caps where a majority, if not all of the athletes can finish, especially on a day like this, where the compounding impact of these events is real and relevant because there's not a ton of time between events. It seems like it's about an hour from when you take the floor to when you take the floor again. And we know what the last event is today. And we know that the impact of doing this event is going, it's going to be an impact on the the final event. And so you have some people that had to do a sprint 50 calorie row basically to finish that workout and others that didn't even get to that. And you could say, well, they were doing so bad. They were so tired that they didn't get to do it, but they didn't have to do it and not having to do it could be an advantage later tonight. Yeah. What is the, what is the next event? The next event's a little bit complicated in its layout on the screen, but it's not really that complicated. It's a, it's a knockout style event. And so there are going to be five total rounds of this workout per division for five for the men, five for the women. The first three rounds will be run in two heats and the bottom four times, the slowest four times will be eliminated at the end of each round. Each round consists of the exact same thing, which is going to be 20 calories on a biker, a 15 meter, which is about 50 feet, unbroken handstand walk, and then one set of 10 overhead squats, which is 85 kilos for the men and 60 kilos for the women. Okay. And we really like this one. So we think, think about, about this, the right? last event, the last event of Rogue. It's, it's very similar to that, the way it, it lays out. Eliminating people as they go along. Notably, it's very different than Rogue because everyone has to do round one. <laughs> you're still you're still bitter about that. Well, but, I mean, but this ba- is, Rogue is an ex- is like Dubai. There's no reason that they needed to do that. There was they're they're free to make their schedule and their events however they want, and they fucked that up. But but it's basically bracket elimination: 2016, 12, 8, yeah. four. four. Yes. Okay, cool. And so, and what I do like is that it's the last event because if this event had been second, and some people have to do this have to do 50 overhead squats at 185 and others only have to do 10, that would be obviously punishing for a subsequent event. But in, but because we know that some athletes are going to have to do more work here and then they still have 20 hours, 18 hours to recover from that, it's a good placing for this, I think. Do you think it's unfair that it's in the middle of the competition, though? As opposed not, to the end? Um, yeah, because they're still doing more work. I get they have a long recovery time. It's still a lot more work. Yeah, I think it's okay because... Um, I mean, this happens in competitions. Like we've seen squat, clean ladders, squat, snatch ladders, clean and jerk ladders in the middle of competition at the games before. And I, I don't have so, so much of a problem with it, particularly if it's the end of the day like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's eight twenty AM Pacific standard time. Uh, and it's an, a notable event has occurred. Heidi makes her first contribution that is not, I'm talking about Brian's, Something or another, his looks or his voice or something. And she says, did you guys see in heat one? It looked like one of the bags broke open and corn spilled over. Did a bag break open? Is that? Yeah, they were pretty, they were pretty fast to replace it too. They had a guy on standby, just run another bag out there. I wish I would have seen that. What a great observation. Did, did the commentators talk about that? No, uh, you were probably scratching your balls. So you missed it. 
I actually fell asleep in heat one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> heat one of the women towards the end, I fell asleep. Somewhere I fell asleep. Uh, there was another interesting comment in here. Oh, no. I wanted to talk about the the vests being loose. I didn't pay, I didn't really notice it with the women, but with the men, I saw them. The, uh, heat the one of the women event four is going to start very shortly. They're on the floor. All righty. Uh, did those vests need to be tighter? Is that is that is that a uh, a, co- a costume error or that's just the way? No, this is one of those things. Like when they brief the event, the athletes will ask questions, and the athletes asked if you have to fasten your vest, and they said that you can't have it open on the sides. So outside of that, you could choose to tighten it as much as or as little as you wanted to. Um, and so I would think that that would just be athlete preference. Would you rather have it a little less tight around the midline so you can breathe more, but then it's going to bounce up and down on your shoulders more? Or would you rather have it tight and snug and secure? This wow, athlete turnaround. Event four has already started. It has a three-minute time cap, and our show is not done yet. Let me say one more thing to you guys. It looks like the prince who owns this event, who sponsors this event. I wish I could I could say his name correctly. It looks like he's out on the floor at times, and he's a very handsome man in a black shirt. So if you want to see the guy, the man, he's he's – He's 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 Eric Rosa and Dave Castro wrapped into one. Uh, he is out there on the floor somewhere. Uh, that is him, right? That's the crown prince. Can anyone confirm that? Oh, shit. Now we're screwed. We're stealing their YouTube link or their YouTube video. We're definitely toast. What what happens when we steal their uh, when we steal their shit? We just can't monetize. I have no idea. But look at look at this. Look at how fast some of these women are going on their hands. This is a little behind. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm gonna pause the, the live feed and just watch over here. Are we doing this? We're just gonna do this? Yeah, we're gonna live stream through the event. I mean it happened so fast. It's not our fault, people. It's not our fault. Why'd you pause it so long? That's not me. Will's killing it. Will's doing everything. I think that's just a bandwidth issue that, that we're dealing with. I think Will uses PCs and not Apple products, so all his shit's kind of junk. So one, one thing to keep in mind in this workout is it does not matter right now who finishes first. All you need to make sure is that you're not one of the last four. So you see Andrea Nissler walking across the line there, composed when she finishes her workout. Well, you'll see it in a second here. She still beat four people, so she's good to go for the next round. And there's a heat to come after this, but yeah, if you're as long as you're not one of the last four in your heat, you have absolutely nothing to worry about here. Oh, so this is a great visual. If you're in the stadium, this is definitely the best event you've seen so far. This is like this is an exciting event live, yeah, for sure. And that Emma Lawson girl's only 16 who's out there. That's right. Yeah, that's nuts. Hey, did you see? I think it was her. Did you see on the whoopee her heart rate hit 200? Did you see that? Yeah, Emma Lawson. On the second A jumps, on the way back in the chipper, they showed her heartbeat hit 200. Wow. She could probably get to 204. <laughs> which um, which Colin says is the same number of people who are in the stadium, about 200. 200 viewers, 200 heartbeats. Very intimate setting, yeah. <laughs> uh, did Sarah come out too strong while we wait for them to set up the next heat on the – uh, on the chipper. Is that why she lost it or did she need to do that? I mean, the, the, the nice thing about that first heat of women right there is that you could see that even in a relatively short event, Sarah was ahead of Emma after the bike. 
Emma handstand walk faster than her. Sarah passed her on the overhead squats. So even in this short style workout, you can see, I don't know if that looks like 15 meters. I'll be close. Anyway, you can see that there's an opportunity for some play back and forth within the movements. God, Sarah Sigmund's daughter looks like she fell out of like the Viking show, doesn't she? Like she belongs on Game of Thrones with that hair and that those piercing eyes. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, I, I I think Tommy's also mentioned or Derek mentioned, and and I didn't know this from yesterday that Emma Lawson beat Emma Carey on the lift earlier this morning. She had a Emma, heavier clean and jerk. Is that correct? Emma, Emma Carey missed her second lift, and Emma hit hers. And that, that's the reason why. Man, that's impressive. They're, I mean, they're, she's still really strong. They're but close. to put it in perspective, you know, so Emma Lawson opened at 90 kilos and then hit 102.5. So she probably had pretty close to perfect execution on that compared to, you know, what she was looking for. Emma Carey opened at 125. So the confidence was different. Emma Lawson's heaviest lift, which was a 12 and a half kilo jump, was Emma Carey's safe opener. But because Emma Carey missed her second lift, she scored less points than her. So I don't think that's an indication of Emma Lawson being stronger. In fact, I think it's a clear uh, example that she's not stronger than her. But she scored more points than her on that event because the execution was better. It does does mean, though, that she's competitive with her. Correct. Yeah, for sure. They're in the same Uh, ballpark. Uh, I, I was speaking with someone who uh, is very intimate with the CrossFit, um, I don't know, CrossFit Games uh, events around the world, and uh, uh, they said something very interesting to me uh, in be- earlier this morning. They said, hey, just watch, because I said, hey, it's interesting. Whoop isn't afraid of Ricky. They got the whoopie on Ricky Garrard, and they're not afraid of him, and I see a little bit of bashing, and of course, it's always the bashers who get the, the make the most noise of Ricky on um, Instagram, but this person said to me, hey, just wait. The more Ricky wins, the more people will forget, and the more people will love him, and the bashers will just vanish. So I kind of want to give Whoop a, a whoop, the Whoopie a pat on the back for not being afraid of sticking a Whoopie on Ricky and letting us see his heartbeat. Sure. I mean, look, this uh, the, the, watching Ricky yesterday was one thing. Now we got to see him twice today, and he uh, you know, was obviously frustrated with his second lift that he didn't hit. And it seems like relative to the the other top guys, even though he took fifth in that workout, relative to the other top guys there, and those are guys who he's looking at as I should be as good as the, at these guys in a chipper style workout like that. He wasn't. He clearly struggled with the sandbag, but this is good for him. It's good that he has a couple. He wa- he needs to have a. He can't have a perfect run here. A perfect run would be bad for him. This is going to give him and his coach an opportunity to go back and say, "Look, we're right there. These are small things that we can work on. It's not." He can improve on sandbag cleans and his capacity on sandbag cleans with some specific work on it. He can hit that lift. He just didn't hit it today, and that's okay. He can he can learn from that in terms of maybe taking an extra breath, bracing a little bit more, committing to that jerk, whatever it is. So I think that this is actually more valuable for him than the dominance yesterday. Uh, there are – it looks is like – Laura? In the blue? Yeah. It looks like her. Yeah, and think Gabby is right next to her. And that I don't know if that's Jacqueline Dahlstrom on the outside. Oh, Re- Emily Rolf, actually. They might look, be one too. Looks like there's about fifty seven hundred live viewers watching this on the Dubai channel, and I'm not sure. I heard it's also simultaneously streaming at CrossFit. Hey, I think that's true. Um they that I've actually have been impressed with uh CrossFit 
games, coverage of this event all day, this or all morning so far. They've got Instagram stuff up. They've got YouTube coverage. Um, they're reposting some things. And overall, I would say that this is uh, like this is really good. They're doing a good job of interacting with offseason competitions this season. So good. Uh, and I think that's great. I mean, there's obviously correlated with this event. CrossFit's part of the title of it. Um, and they're supporting it via their social media platforms, which is great. So just remember here also as they're finishing, it doesn't matter if you're first. It, you just can't be the last four between the two heats. So even though these two women are still out here on the floor, they might be better than the four from the previous heat. We don't know yet. Ah, Actually, it's only three that you have to be better than because that looks like Michaela, Michaela Norman, right? Michaela Norman. And is that is that Briggs? Probably, yeah. And not surprising. I mean, Sam Briggs talked about this after winning the chipper. She said, you know, there's two power output events today. They counted and one chipper. that last rep? Uh, they were, you know, the, the judging is is still, a, a, I would say, a, a bigger issue in competitive CrossFit is that there are no professional judges. And especially this year, it's still difficult for people to travel. So you don't know what kind of experience necessarily all these judges have. I thought some of the handstand push-up reps were loose. Um, so I would just say that for now, that's something that's unfortunately not perfected. You don't think she stood up all the way? Was that the issue, John? Well, she was running. I don't know if there's a rule about having this. I mean, you should you should have to stay in your lane, honestly. I mean, I, I know she was. You just have to stay still. Mm, I don't know about that, but in your lane for sure. I know that there was no one else on the floor at that time. But if there are, that's incredibly dangerous. No, like to to finish the rep is what I'm saying. You like, should you have to demonstrate to, control. To stand the top still. Sure. Yeah. So we're gonna we go from twenty to sixteen to twelve. Is this the twelve we're about to see? We're about to no. We just saw two heats, so now it'll narrow down to sixteen. Okay. Um, the, okay. The bottom three will get cut. It's a shame we can't do all of them at once. The um, all the women. The, yeah, just to see, like you would get to see the four that are left out there, and just and and then boo them and heckle them and throw tomatoes at them each time. Yeah, um, that would be nice. Uh, they don't have the floor layout for that, I don't think. But the last two heats, we will for sure. We're also we're starting to get a split on the oh, scoreboard damn. of the top four and then five through ten. I think that there might have been a withdrawal. Who? Emma Carey. Oh no. Oh wow. Medical. Oh, serious. That's unofficial uh, report, but that's what I'm hearing from some people over there. I hope it's nothing serious. I hope it's like um the Divoc or something, you know, just like something that's just nothing. That, not if a, that's true, that's a, a, that's a bummer. This was a good opportunity for her. You just got a text. Is that how you know, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. But the leaderboard on the women's side, one through four are starting to split from the other, from the others. And then there's a race for five through 10. They're all within um, 10 to 15 points. Well, well, let's see, because I think that, like, you know, I, I think Sam Briggs was probably eliminated right there uh, from this. Yeah, but the way the lead I know. scoreboard works. I know, but she's, pro but, uh, you know, if Laura, Kristen, and Gabby all make the um, the final round, they're going to gain They'll split 30 to Sam. 50 points on her. Yeah. Uh, Colin, can you paste a link in the comments here? I'd like to see that list in real time. I think that's more important than this fucking the shenanigans that we call crossfit and then um uh magnus holmgren makes a very astute observation sarah can use sevon as a spinner yeah it, it, i'm 
Yeah. Yes. Correct. I wonder what's going to happen, Will. Are they? Are they, we'll still get to put this up on our site. We just won't get to monetize it, right? We won't make thirty-eight cents on this video. So, but but people will still get to see it with our commentary. And if that's the case, maybe we should ask. Can we ask O'Keefe if we can do this for Wadapalooza? Do you think they'd let us uh, just run the stream? Another thing we can do because we can have so many people on simultaneously is if we just had four people in the stands with iPhones filming down at the stage, we could just choose between our own cameras. Basically, do a. a, a thousand dollar production that's better than a million dollar production million dollar production is anyone listening with audio i am not i mean have they announced the bottom four bottom three or whatever it is no but it looked like briggs was adjusting her bike so i don't think she was eliminated well yeah because here because if you know if emma carey has withdrawn and we already know that karen Fraser's not here then there were actually only two eliminated um, and she obviously she beaten Michaela Norman in her own heat, so she would have just had to beat one person from the previous heat. And we saw a couple of those women drop Struggle. the bar and not be able to do the ten over at squats unbroken. So, if she got through, I mean that's 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 big for her in terms of points. You know, and four or eight extra points, the way the scoring system structured is is going to be significant for her overall placing. Um, but based on what we saw in heat one, I would expect this to be her last. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't have to show the stream, meaning meaning we just watch it on the side. Ah, it's too late, but thank you. I mean, look at this. Brian doesn't even show his face, and they think he's handsome. Like 30% of 40% of his face is covered between the mic, the headphones, and the hat, and someone thinks he's handsome. Some dude named Anna. It's all the eyes, Seven. It's all the eyes. Oh, right, right. My bad. I tried. I don't look directly into your eyes. It makes me uncomfortable. Oh, that's interesting. Colin, Colin, look at Colin. And you know what, Colin? Maybe that's why Will has the audio off. He might know that also. I'm looking at Will right now. Let me see if he nods his head. Is that correct, Will? No, he shrugged. He says, you're smarter than him, Colin. He has no fucking idea. Oh, man, I'm trying to see who's in this heat. So I know Briggs is. Manon is. Evie Hollis is there. Emma Lawson. Uh... Yeah. What was that, Brian? <laughs> well, I was about, about to see, and then they changed the camera. Turi's there, Martin Solheim. Uh, Evie, Hollis like is in, Evie Hollis is in the blue for sure. There's a couple of women wearing similar outfits. Yeah, so Dahlstrom's on the right, and Manon Angonis is on the left. They're both wearing like pink leggings. By the way, someone was asking uh, me or me uh, somewhere, there are. Um, different rules about what the athletes are allowed to wear and specifically have to wear on the floor. So you won't see any of the men or women taking their shirts off throughout the competition here. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Is that be so that they won't take their shirts off? Just a cultural thing. I, I hear you, but is that so they won't take their shirts <clears throat> off? Yeah. Like they're not, okay. they're not allowed to. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And I think, My- we, I think I actually saw at the end of, I mean, Everyone saw at the end of the uh, event number two, people laying on the floor there. And I think it was Rebecca Vittison, like kind of pulling on her shirt like that, like trying to get some air in there. Um, but so they can't awesome take them off. Team. I would have liked to have seen the guy who, who, who won heat one. Was it, was it Mahmoud or something? Uh, Alamda no. did not I think win Sam it. Stort, Sam Stort was in the lead and then Alamda was uh, second. Yeah. That Alamda dude needs to take. So I off. think that's Chris. 
Those guys are jacked. Imam yeah. Chalana and Mohamed Alamda for sure. I think that's Christina Ager back in the bottom right and Sam Briggs. And, you know, basically I'm assuming they reseeded for this heat based on their times from the first one. So oh, that's did them dirty. Yeah. So probably Agerbeck and Briggs will be eliminated in this round, but we're looking at, you know, 220 plus time here. You um, can't reseed them. That would get, that would take away rest that they need. Right. I know. Yeah. No, you definitely can reseed them. But if you, you, you have them. to for this. I know that it takes away the time, but like, let's just say, for example, that all of the athletes that were eliminated were in the second heat. I think they'd still run it as as eight and eight. So they'd, you know, they'd reposition them. And I think it makes sense. I think it's fine. Uh, even though you get less rest? Yeah. All right. I'm surprised, Brian. You're usually such like a, a fair, a fair guy. Yeah, well, in this case, I would say what's fair is that if you had one of the if you're in the top half of the athletes who advance, that you get to go against other athletes that had the top times in the second heat. Like that's the advantage. Right. And you get more rest. And you get, I think the rest is more of an advantage than that. Looks like the women can't wear shorts either is what Heidi says. Yeah. Uh, like a typical booty shorts. Yeah, probably not. Um, Colin. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh, shit. Bananas are about to go extinct. There's a disease on bananas that we don't have the cure for. That's cool. They're bad for you anyway. Let's see. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This is crazy. Is this true, Colin? Oh, my goodness. What are you talking about? He sent me the list of people being charged with uh, in the Giselle Maxwell uh, case. Wow. Wow. Man, oh, man. One thing I always like about these knockout style events, and it like gives me some nostalgia going back to the games from, you know, six, seven years ago is that the athletes, after they go, they're just sitting on the floor or after they're eliminated, they're sitting on just the floor walk, watching just their Just watching everybody? Yeah. So, yeah, we got all the top competitors here and a couple empty lanes. Rebecca Vittison's there on the far side in the purple pants. Sarah that girl is humming. Yeah, she's actually surprised me so far this competition. She's looked really good. Um, she has a lot of experience competing on a team. We don't see her that often in individual competition, but um, I'm hopeful that she can kind of stay uh, stay strong in some of these CrossFit-style events and uh, maybe be in the final heat throughout the weekend. That would be a, kind of a nice surprise. But even as fast as she's going, she's not keeping up with Sarah on this bike. Oh, shit. We're live. Surprised. I'm surprised Sarah's beating Laura. Laura will get her on the handstand walk, though. Yeah, she will. But <laughs> <laughs> Laura runs on her hands. Uh, I know. I can't post the list. I, I need it somewhere else where I can copy and paste it. But I will post the shit out of it. I would love to post it on here. And Laura, Gabby, Sarah, Emma Lawson, first four to the barbell, Vidison, Holta, and uh, Andre Nissler last in this heat right now. But again, they everyone from this heat can advance. It's All they have to do is first heat yeah yeah there's anyone who finishes i think under two minutes will advance look at kristen holt the cycle rate on these overhead squats man it looks like everybody's struggling with these overhead squats doesn't it uh some people did in the first round and this is not 185 
I'm just saying the top people aren't going to struggle at all. You're choosing an argument that I'm not making. I never said that the top people would struggle with this barbell. I said some people will struggle with this barbell. And let's see how it goes in the fourth and fifth rounds. The good news is that everyone beat the minimum work requirement, which I think was beating the handstand walk in the first round. So no eliminations from the competition. Well, we have to let the guys go. I think girls traditionally for the women, for bit, the women, a little bit better at handstand walking. Do you think this favors a power athlete or an endurance athlete? Power. Or does it just matter who can handstand walk the fastest? No, no, I think that's what we saw in the, um, you know, in the early heats is that there is a, the possibility to make ground up on all three of the movements. Um, but there's not just like for Laura Horvath, for example, there's nothing here that's going to stop, slow her down. And she's the fastest handstand walker. So that's the fact that she's good at that. And she's not, doesn't have a problem with the other two things makes her the favorite in this one. And Gabby seems to be right behind her on both, on all aspects. <laughs> You see Jessica Pearson's comments? So. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. I love how there's two podcasts going on right now. Sevon Bananas Will Kill You, Brian CrossFit. Yes, 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 yes. I'm just trying to figure out who uh, who's going to beat who with Roman and Ricky. In this workout? Yeah. <clears throat> I lean towards Roman, but I just – I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things like I have, I don't really know how fast Ricky is on his hands. So I think it'll just come down to who's faster on their hands. Which makes me think that maybe neither of them is going to win this event. I'm just thinking out of the two of them. Okay. Um, maybe a back injury for Emma Carey. Not really kind of sad to hear that. Is oh, it serious? Does, do, you know uh, it, do you know if it's serious or not? No. I bet it's pretty. I bet it's pretty serious if she went all the way there and she's pulling out for it. Hey, Colin, I'm looking at the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's trial defense is quickly unraveling on Newsweek. It was posted two hours ago, and I don't see the list. Just post the list in the comments. Let me just start going crazy. You know who's a dark horse for this event and the guys? I bet you can guess it, Brian. Depending on who you say, I wouldn't. Say, I don't know if it's a dark horse or the favorite to win it. Tola. This oh, is I'm gonna, great I was going to say Bronislaw. Yeah, Bronislaw, Tola. Like these guys should should be really good at this. this but I think we had. Comment. I don't think they're dark horse. I think we had them as the favorites. What's, what's funny though is I think they'll get tired. I think come round four and five, like they'll just be too tired. Oh, you mean they'll struggle with the 185? No, I think they'll just go slower. <laughs> I think everything will just be slower. Like I think they are clearly better, but I think they might get tired after round four and five. We'll see. I don't know. Just for um, you know, posterity's sake, Seven, we had a projected uh, Laura Horvath, Gabby Magala, Sarah Sigma's daughter, and Andrea Nissler to do well on this for the women. And uh, I think they're all still in so far. Uh, Colin, I watched that too. That's the story of my life. People just completely misunderstanding, taking out of context. It's just woke nonsense. Heidi, you're about to get banned for rolling your eyes at Colin. Colin is one of the most abusive people in here, and yet he takes abuse. Don't, don't, don't bring, don't bring the woke <laughs> shit. Don't bring the woke shit. Anyone can ask anyone what they're wearing in here, and then he didn't even ask you what you were wearing. It was in reference to what they're allowed to wear on the floor. So just chill, Brian. You, Brian, do you have pants on right now? Maybe. 
No, I said panties, not pants. I said maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so no. apparently, yeah, apparently, yeah, you're, you're seeing these comments, yeah. Oh, no. Thanks for the good news, Adam. Okay, so this is going to be the last. Okay, heat. my bad. My bad, Heidi. My bad. Proceed. My bad. It was now, just this is me, interesting. me being sensitive. This is interesting because this is the last. This is the last round where there should be um, multiple heats, and they have six women on the floor, but they've they're not using the six middle lanes, which uh, I'm not sure why. Maybe. Do you think they'll go four and four or go all eight? Uh, yeah. What is a, no? What no, is they're going to go. They, they'll go all eight in the next one. I don't know, okay. but anyway, we have. Turi, Rebecca Vittison from top to bottom, Manu Nagonis, I think that's Nistler, Evie Hollis, and Jacqueline Dahlstrom, which means that Emma Lawson was still in the top half uh, in that last round, even though she – yeah, so that's she's doing very well today, Emma Lawson. Nistler was one of the fastest in the first round, and she was obviously in the slow, you know, slowest half of this round. So she, I think, I mean, she. This is where it, what you were talking about, Savan matters. She was in the second heat in the last round and the first heat in this round because she didn't do well enough. And so that means there's an athlete who was in this heat that probably bumped into the next one potentially. Are you um, keeping track of uh, how much the bike is fading or not? Uh, I haven't been, I mean, I think they're still all under a minute, but there's like a 20 second variance from Laura Horvath to maybe the slowest person or Sarah Sigmund's daughter to the slowest person. Now this is, so here, what we want to see is basically when the second person finishes, Nistler is cycling super fast. What do we want to see Brian say that again? So the top two athletes in this heat know they're safe in advance to the next round. So Nistler and Dahlstrom are definitely through, and I wish they would this like the fact that they changed this camera angle is terrible because now we can't see who else is in there. And there we go. So Turi Helgedotter finished at a minute forty. So if everyone from the next heat finishes faster than a minute forty, then the la- then Turi and everyone who finished after her will be out going into the next round. What's the weight on that? One thirty five. I I think it's one thirty five. Yeah. Crazy. I think it's I think it's sixty five. So Kilos? Kilos? Yeah, so I'd be 143. I, I don't I don't know though. If it's 60, it's 135. There looks like change plates on there though. It's listed at 60, but <sighs> yeah, Nistler did take it easy. I agree. And then, that was so insane. the, the minute the min is 85, correct? Yeah. All right, so now it should be all eight, the top eight in one heat. Six. They're down to the round of 12. I'm saying after this round. Oh, yeah, right. Correct. So this is so after you don't, this. You don't find that unfair to this heat, Brian? What? Wait, what's unfair about? Oh, the fact that then they, well, they might have a longer rest time between those two. We'll see. Um I mean, either way, like this is, you know, this, John, this is the type of workout that athletes train all the time. Work for three minutes, rest for one, go again, work for three minutes, rest for one, go again. It doesn't mean it's easy, but. Yeah, but some people are working for three and resting for three. You see what I'm saying? Of course.
It looks like they're like not using that same lane. All right, Was that so, Emma Carey's lane? <laughs> I don't know. They could just, but they could always just move him in. There's a guy in the black shirt, Savan. Yeah, there he is. So is that someone needs to confirm that for us? I think that that's Saud. I don't know his title over there, but we have uh, Sarah, Kristen Holt, Laura Horvath, Emma Lawson, Gabby Magawa, and I think Emily Rolf on the f- far right when they show the wide shot. Look how steady uh, yeah. Sarah, Sarah is on the bike. That's her way down on the end. Yeah, but Emma Lawson's first with the judge's hand in the air. Not not expecting that. She's fast on her hands, too. <clears throat> she, I think she won the handstand walking event at the games for the teenage girls this summer also. Oh, there's, here's oh a great gosh. idea. She is running on her hands. You know, there were, a, there were some people who were pretty skeptical about her getting an invite to this competition, and I've mentioned it a few times in the buildup. Dubai likes doing this. They like having athletes who haven't made it big yet, but they see potential in them, giving an opportunity here, and so far she's capitalizing on that. When you see T- Thomas spelt like that, is that Tomas? Oh, probably. Uh, li- what do you think about this? This is great. They should do all the male. They should do all the male eliminating heats before the final. That would give the women more rest. I, I disagree with that because the event is who can recover, and if everybody gets a thirty-minute rest, then so they're all in there, which means that those six plus uh, the first two finishers from the last heat, which was Andrea Nissler and do you remember John Dostrom uh, and Jack and Dostrom will be should all be in one heat going into the next round. Um, and they were all under 140, correct? Yeah. And let's see if uh, maybe Dahlstrom and Nissler benefit from that. It, it's actually like, yeah, uh, or if they how, the, how well they do relative to those six women, I guess. Thanks, Tyler. You're a world-class cheerleader. Now this is not only is this you know interesting in terms of the time obviously these they had to go you know a couple of minutes later there but this is really the round that matters the most because when you start looking at the way that they're doing the scoring for this competition the most points to be had are at the top so yeah. four women will advance to the finals here and then they'll be able to earn 85 points or more immediately whereas the last place finisher in this round can only get 71 points I wonder how many breaths a minute they're taking. There was a lady sitting in front of me at my kid's tennis class the other day. And I counted. She was enormous. And I was counting her breaths per minute. And she was taking 30 breaths a minute sitting still. And every time she breathed, I just saw Kristen Holta do it to take a deep breath. She lifted up her shoulders. Did you see that? And to generate forward locomotion, she was like moving her, her shoulders right and left after the workout. And and there's some people who just sit and do that. Seven, I have two bananas in my um, house here. Should I like freeze those? Are they going to be valuable? Yes, they're going to be extremely valuable. <laughs> extremely valuable. <laughs> bananas are going extinct. Uh Look at them all just lounging. So what are they waiting for? Some official tally? Yeah. 
Uh, they're going to, you know, they, they look at the scores though. And in workouts like this, it's always, a, there's always a little bit of uncertainty about if there's a potential to dispute something that could happen on the floor. So you never know what the holdup is, but either way, they're just trying to find out who advanced to the semifinal round. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the sticker, uh, see this wad zombie gave a dollar 49 and on our screen, you can't see, but he also sent us a hot dog and a banana. Oh, did, did you see? Okay. I didn't even see that before. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. I know. I don't normally see those. Hey, that's the first time they've, th- they've shown these women here. They, bef- when they were earlier, they just kept showing the same three women over and over and over. Now they got three new women. Ah, oh, they got a bunch of women, seven, eight, eight women and a guy with a Dubai hat. <laughs> okay. So here they come. And looks like all the women we expected. So no, no disputes or disqualifications. All the women who seem to be fastest in that last round in the semifinals here. It's gonna fun. It's gonna be fun to see the stats on this to see like, hey, did someone did someone have the fastest time in every round? The winner. I think that the fastest time has been different every round. I haven't been tracking it, but because it's completely irrelevant to the overall results but i think that that's in the case and you know what else is interesting at rogue weren't they just getting better and better every time they did it i wonder if they're getting better and better here uh probably not like rogue yeah this, this is more yeah. work just yeah. different i mean it's just multiple sprints and it's a longer sprint yeah i mean i know the overhead squats are are difficult and they're heavy, but also they got to be finding sort of their groove too. They got that, that groove greased. I mean, it's 20, it's 20 to 40 seconds longer than it was at rogue for the women. It seems like, um, and that's a huge percentage when you're only talking about 90 seconds. Are all these women doing the overhead squad unbroken? These ones. Yes. Sarah's pumping now. Um, Emma Carey put a post up on her Instagram announcing the, uh, situation so we can we can pull that up in a little while and talk about it if you want all righty will are you on that oh yeah he will's nodding his head thanks will all right who's first off the bike here brian i don't know i think this is a round where you have to be aggressive so i would i would guess that the I'm overall say sarah okay well it looks like everyone's going to be off the bike within five seconds of each other there you go, Sarah. Go, go, go. Sarah, Laura, Gabby, Emily. Yep. Laura's about to take off. Holt the way behind on the bike. Yeah, she was. She does have one of the fastest overhead cycle rates, but I think against this, at this point in the competition, that's not going to matter. She's going to be out. So if you come down in the handstand walk, you're done. Well, yeah, it's, it has to be unbroken. Yeah, so if you, don't unbroken. Make, you have to go back to the start. It's over at that. Point. I haven't seen anybody break the handstand walk, though. Have you? No, I mean, I, I like we talked about this. That should be routine, but it's always a matter of just executing. And uh, the, the women have executed the handstand walk fine. Okay, so Laura's in. Sarah should be next, but see, why do they pan off right here? It's just this is the stuff I was telling you guys about. Uh, now we, we missed oh, we no everything. Oh we have shit! No idea. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh man, that makes me okay. so mad. This is the same thing that happens at the games, though. You can't just blame these guys. But guys, this is a sport. We're only watching this for the competition's sake, and we we watch people work out, 
and then didn't get to see the competition part. That wasn't even a sporting event. Oh, man, that's bad. Oh, man, that's bad. They have a replay. Hey, I'm watching so Travis Bellinghouse. Just, just, oh, that's on ours. Yeah, okay, that's on ours. Yeah, stop showing the effing bending over. No one cares. Yeah, bending over is a different, a different website that we want to see people bend over on. Not this one. Man, that was bad. Whew. Just show us. We watched that entire. We've been watching for thirty-five minutes now to see to see the money shot, and they cut away. It was, from the, it. It was the two most important seconds of the event. Yeah, this is just an example of. Oh God, fuck. Same okay, thing happens. Not, at, no. Same things happens at the CrossFit Games, though, man. Same fucking thing. It's bizarre. It is a really, really bizarre. If anybody's listening with audio and they're and they say the top four, you let us know. Uh, I just want to know how many of them are on their menses. Yes, Colin. That is all I care about. I don't, I don't even care who wins. I just want to know for who's on their menses. Man. I wish I could zoom in on Brian's face right now. Hey, that by not doing that, the thing is it's 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 a tough business to be in because if they would have shot it right, we wouldn't be like we wouldn't have been like, great job, not fucking it up. So, I mean, we only care when you fuck it up. And I know that sucks, but at least you're making money. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly like when they didn't show uh Mayor and Panchik neck and neck. That girl's too young to have a tattoo. Hope those are fake. All the tattoos. You know what I see? You want to tell you about how I pass judgments, people? When I see manganese with all those tattoos, <laughs> I just think that she's not serious about the sport. I don't see those tattoos on all over Sarah or all over Laura. Travis Mayer has tattoos. What about I, Sam I, Briggs? I, I understand. I understand. I just, I, I'm, yeah, you know, there's people who do. Uh, I just don't think uh, you, you, you take the time to... Matt Fraser. Time. So it looks like the top four to advance <laughs> here are uh, Horvath, Megala, and Nisocero, which were the exact four that we projected to do well on this event. It's it's part mental illness and part not taking the sport seriously. But but you have to have a significant amount of mental illness to to win the games. So, do you think Matt Fraser didn't take it seriously? No, but he has a significant amount of mental illness, oh. and I, and and he added tattoos as he won. You know what I mean? He 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 didn't have that the con he didn't copy Conor McGregor's chess piece until he'd already won a couple of games. So this I am I am really interested to see how Andrea Nissler does here because I feel like she her approach overall to this event has been better than everyone else in terms of really understanding I don't have to ever win. I just have to do enough to advance. And it looks it like she's not in. pushing it too. It looks like she's not going full throttle in some So yeah, so the question is here. Does she have that push in, in the finals now? If I was there, I'd punch her thighs for her. See how she's mis- punching her thighs? I'd do that for her. Just walk right over to her and just sock her up. I, I want her to win. It's the first time I've I've not wanted uh, Laura or Sarah to win. I'd like to see Nistler win. It'd be cool. Great podcast guest, by the way. Little weird, little weird, little bumpy. Great guest. <laughs> I think it'll go Laura, Gabby, Andrea, and then Sarah. Guys, um, right after this event is over, Sarah is going to be coming on the show, and we will be interviewing her, so stay tuned. 
It looks like Andrea's pushing. <laughs> Brian knows that's not true. Brian's like, he's lying. He's lying. Uh, that was my best impersonation of our president, <clears throat> Joe Biden. See, so look at that. Look at that camera. Did you see that shot? They panned they panned away from her up to his hand. Like, well, it's, it's okay. Look, it's okay on. to show close up sometimes, but there's specific times where we don't need to see that. Here we go. So do we know like, it would be good to see all four athletes at this point, you know? They're getting there. <laughs> all right. John, what so do you the think winner about here that is the winner press that they're doing instead of snatch. Andrea snatched. Right. What do oh, you think? Is, what, what, do, what do you mean? What do I think about it? This is going to be Are close. You surprised to see it. It's just whatever's more comfortable. If you do that, you're more stable overhead because you have a narrower grip, but it does take like a half second longer to get into it than a snatch. Nistler second. So I think Andrea executed this event perfectly. And second place finish is great for her there. And it's actually really helpful for Laura because um, it gives her an extra buffer between Gabby and Sarah. So, well, very well. I mean, this we thought this was Laura's event to win. She won it. Andrea Nistler, basically a perfect execution across all five rounds, in my opinion. Someone's camera is yeah. about to run out of battery. Will you, will no. you send that into the media team, Brian? Someone's, someone's camera is about to die. Yeah, I also just let them know that if Andrea wants, um, you can you can be there in 15 hours to take care of her thighs. Perfect. Thank you. The point spread is, uh, uh, I think it's five points for a while, and then it drops down to four points. And then... It's five points to sixth place, and then it... And oh, then and then it's only two points. And then it's two points. It's two points after that, all the way down. It's ridiculous. Well, but that's why it's, you know, the scoring system should be known for the athletes. And so we understand that even though it's kind of strange that you get last place and you get 50 points, basically you won't, finishing the top six in any event is, is it advantageous compared to, you know, everything below that. But uh, Laura will be significantly in the lead, like almost untouchable in the lead after this event. And then uh, Holta and Gabby will be very close second and third. Did Holta give a reason why she's retiring from the CrossFit Games? I mean, she's been doing this a long time. I don't know. And there's, you know, there's always the, the question for women, too, is if they're uh, interested in having a family at some point. You know, she's 36 years old. Um, if she wants to have kids eventually, like it might be a, a time for her to start thinking about that. You can't compete while you're pregnant? I mean, you can come back from pregnancy and compete. We've obviously seen that, but maybe that's not in everyone's interest. But you can't be like five months pregnant and be out on the floor. I, I don't know if we've seen it yet. If you're good enough, you can. You know what is interesting? There, um, there, there have been women, uh, in all seriousness, who are who didn't know they were pregnant, who competed in the CrossFit Games pregnant. I think that this uh, this guy who used to document stuff for CrossFit has. Um, some footage of athletes talking about that somewhere on YouTube. Yeah, it's great. It's pretty amazing. And all the kids came out okay. These points that they're showing, by the way, were prior to this event. So they're not updated based on that event. Uh, Will, or uh, uh, John, did you see Will's private chat to you? I didn't. Okay. Can you, can, you can see it if you want. You can go up there and look at it. They have no idea of what. 
I don't know. Must it's in reference to a comment you said, but but basically, I think it's in reference to something that Tommy and um, Derek were commentating on. That basically, I, they're not in the stadium, right? Correct. Oh, oh, he's probably talking about the top four. We had no idea who the top four was in the last heat. Seven. There's Emma Carey's announcement. If you want to read that, I'll be back in a minute. Uh, Emma Carey's post, beautiful picture of her. Emma Carey, that's it for my 2021 Dubai CrossFit uh, Championships. It was the absolute hardest decision I've ever had to make. But after a back injury in Event 3, we decided not to take the risk. Continuing, big things coming for me. I will be 100% when it matters most. This is just a small bump on the road to greatness. Thank you, Dubai. I'll be back. And I and I guess when she means we, she she means her coach, and maybe she called her, dad, her mom and dad. But that means it's probably not super serious and like she's not out for a year. But if she kept competing, it would get worse. Yeah, I, I, I want to agree with you. But r- right now, in my mind, I don't think she knows. And I think that's just to help mitigate psychological stress. All right. I'm going to let you talk about that. I'll be right back. I'm not talking about anything. We're, what if we all take a pee break? We just make- talk about the list if you want. What list? Oh, yeah. the Giselle. I, if, if I had the list, I, I would post it. I don't know where that list is. It'd be, it'd be fantastic to see that. Let me see. Refresh the news thing. Uh, yes. Thank you, Will. Wow. Look at this. Look at this. Our trusty, our trusty Mars Logan. Mars, you're on the floor at the Dubai CrossFit Challenge. What's it look like there? What, what are some of the insights you can give us from being on the floor there? Wow, I mean, I stole a tomato from a, a street vendor, and I'm currently on the run from men with scimitars, so I got to make this really fast. You are going to have your hands chopped off when they catch you. I'm pretty sure that's not the only thing they're wanting to chop off right now, Savant. Uh, do you have a shirt on? There are There's a strict dress code there. Maybe that's another reason they're chasing you. No, I'm, I, I cut a few holes in a, in a fancy rug, and I'm just using it as a poncho. Gotcha. Well, I hope you find a magic carpet and you're able to jump on it and evade the authorities um, because it would suck if you died for stealing a tomato and not being dressed appropriately in Dubai. Well, I mean, I was all I was doing is I was just looking in the health wanted area. But, I mean, I wish there was a better place to look for a job. I, I'm in Dubai just trying to find a place where I can freaking propagate tomatoes. And I got a freaking tomato and I'm trying to propagate the seeds and it's just not working for me. Savannah. Is there anything I can do? You can go to barbelljobs.com, Mars. And find oh, a job anywhere on planet Earth. There are jobs all over planet Earth. By the way, where, what are you? Are you at like a uh, uh, an auction? No, uh, I wish I was. That would be fantastic. You're probably hearing uh, the uh, the goat mating in the background. Ah, ah, ah. that's supposed to uh, um, stimulate Brian and Heidi. The goats mating in the background. That's nice. There's actually well, a, I mean, there's a YouTube goes, channel that we use. There's a YouTube channel we use when we get together, just called Goats Mating. It plays for like 45 minutes. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. <sighs> okay, Mars. Hey, are you sponsored by a shoe brand, real quick? Uh, no, but I should be. Okay. Well, I was going to plug them, but I won't. Okay. Why did you get a pair? Well, not anymore. No. Okay. Good. I'm uh, sending them back. Bye. Good, good. All right. Bye, Mars. Thank you for calling. Dude, on cue, this guy calls when you guys leave. 
Get him on the fucking payroll. Someone, uh, Susan, get him on I, I had the payroll. To go. I, was, I was getting uncomfortable uh, sitting here in my panties with everyone knowing about it. Yes, I understand. Well, it was nice of you to stand up and give us a shot of your panties as you walked away. Uh, Damn, Brian, don't tell everyone. Um, what else is there? Heidi, share the YouTube pages we want to watch. Naples, Sevon, I heard the next podcast is with Laura, the best CrossFit correspondent in the game we have. I, I agree. Correspondent. Did I call him that? Um, who's in Emma Carey's corner? Uh, in that, who, 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 yeah, that's a great question, Tyler. Uh, who is, um, who's, who's with Emma? Who's her coach? I'm not sure who traveled with her there, but Matt Torres is her coach from Brute okay. Strength. Oh, okay. And Travis Billinghausen says her mom and dad are there. Thankfully, that would be rough. Yeah, that is cool. That makes me happy. I think her dad, I think she got like a really good dad. Like a really good dad. Probably a great mom too. I'm not dissing the mom, but I think she got a really good dad. Like she scored. So he probably goes everywhere with her. I think that's a good dad. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, what? 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 How long before we see the men go? I don't see any of them on the floor yet. Do you? I'm refreshing the feed. Everyone's bandwidth is doing pretty good that we're able to watch both at the same time, huh? John, do you notice in the last round how um, <clears throat> much more difficult the overhead squats looked for Sarah? Yes, they did look harder for Sarah. Oh, by the way, someone... How are they, how are they for Horvath and uh, Nistler? And um, did anybody fail? Well, it's just, you know, it's just wondering if it's the fatigue of the event or if just maybe for her is the overall accumulation of, of, you know, competition that she hasn't done in a while. I mean, I think the handstand walking probably made her shoulders pretty soft. In the chipper, someone's uh, Lulu's were see-through, by the way. I don't know who it was. Doesn't really do much for me. But it's interesting that they make pants, fitness pants for women. I don't even know if they were Lulu's. Maybe Actually, maybe Wit made them because they said Wit on the top. But I, it's weird that you would make fitness pants for women where they're supposed to bend in all sorts of different directions, but at a certain bend, it compromises the thread count and pulls it tight and that you can see through them. It just seems like it, it just seems like that would be like one of the main things you would check, right? Are these pants see-through? And when you pull, put this much pressure on them. Just to, just to, it, maybe they're supposed to be see-through. Maybe I'm making, I'm making a presupposition. Who knows? <laughs> Colin says, Sevon, shut up. You're going to get more of those pants recalled. I don't really want to see through someone's pants. They're, they're already so tight. You can see everything. I don't need them to be see-through also. seems like cheating. Uh, oh, I want to let's talk about the bar muscle up standard. Why do we need a push out at the top? Why why stop them from just being getting to the top in the lock position? That that was one of the rules. By the way, Sam Stewart, congratulations! You are killing it. What a showing you're having here. Uh, tell me, um, why is that? Why do we need that? Yeah, Brian, why do we need that? Why did you say that about Sam Stewart? I just I, I just saw his name pop on the screen, but I was pretty happy with him. I thought his lifts, his heavy lifts were good. I thought he did good in the last workout. I'm just <laughs> impressed with him. I know he's he's basically he's such an underdog. He's coming some from some fucked up island called Ireland where everyone's inbred. There's not a lot of opportunity. It's just a it's just a 
Well, the really, th- the really unfortunate thing for him was he he's been pretty good for a couple of years. He he had a breakthrough this year, made it to the games, and he didn't base he basically didn't get to compete there. He got he has one of the few guys who got an injury early in the weekend, and so not everyone really got to see him at the highest stage. However, he's really young. I think he's wait. He got injured where? He got injured where? At the filthy one fifty at the game. Oh, at the games. Okay, yeah. So he had to withdraw. It was a bicep injury, I believe. But he's only twenty four or twenty five, and he's already good, and he's been doing this for a while. So I agree. He did very well. He looked um, <clears throat> against that first heat. He really accelerated in the back half of that workout, and ended up taking a you know a top ten finish there. He's he was also fifth on the lifting, and he's not the biggest guy out there. So good technique with lifting. Good capacity on the back end of a chipper are both really good signs for Sam. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm I'm stoked for him. Now back to the bar muscle up thing. Why why have that standard in there? <sighs> that uh, there's different things that come to mind for me, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, I don't, you know, I don't really care too much about the standard as long as it's known and understood by all the athletes. The thing that bothers me is when the standards are not known or the or you know whatever but what's what's their reasoning for doing that is it just to tax the triceps more for the handstand push-ups or uh throughout the whole event it could be that it could be um you know a lot of times i think they make decisions for the sake of judging uh but i don't know i feel like that's always been the standard on bar muscle-ups i never have had an issue with it what is Stefan doing <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, a- Amazon's dropping off a packet. Oh, you're checking the paperwork. Thank you. Uh, Amazon. I think they were getting at you couldn't. I'm just checking. You can't. You couldn't straight arm it the way Briggs does some some of her muscle ups. She's one of the few people that do that though. Like most people don't do bar muscle ups that way. And it's basically a glide kip. Yeah, and the, I mean, but the feet over the bar, I think, is a good rule. Looks like he one of the men is are taking the floor. Who's in heat one? Do we know? Is it just the bottom? Well, I can't I can't tell if they've reseeded based on anything that's happened today or if this is just the bottom ten after day one. I think um, they got Ronislaw and Tola right next to each other. On the outside. So they have this is still the, the seeding for round one is still based on the results from day one. But by the time we get into round two, they should be reseeded based on their performance in the previous round. What was the reason you gave for the lockout? Sorry, that was Amazon. Why do it? Is, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it so it's easier to judge? What was the reason he gave? John, talk to me. Brian's not going to talk to um, me. He didn't really give a reason. He just said as long as the standard was uniform and everybody understands it, it's fine. But, I mean, I, the only thing I can think of is it would tax your triceps more. But not very many people do bar muscle-ups, straight arm anyway. Sam Briggs is one of the only people that I know that do, does it religiously. Um, so it doesn't affect very many people. They weren't judging How about Camille? Did Camille either. do it? Did Camille do it? Um. I don't think so. I think she does regular dip, like a little bit, a little bit of a dip. Yeah, it's it's it sucks. I don't think it needs to be. I don't think it needs to be. I, I would be more concerned to tell you the truth about when they were shouldering the bag. I felt like some people weren't shouldering it high enough, and you know their hips were open, but 
I don't know. Some of the, the bag, the bag shouldering look questionable. I would be more concerned about that than I would be about the bar muscles pushing out the top. But that's just me. What, what am I, what do I know? Oh, I think you have a good point on that. The bar muscle up thing didn't seem like it affected anybody. But this, this is a, a bigger conversation. It's really about, should there be a uniform set of standards for specific movements in CrossFit. And right now we don't have that. We have each competition with the ability to impose standards as they see fit. That makes it, you know, there's some people that like that because it means each competition has a little nuance for athletes to overcome. But on the flip side, it makes judging difficult because a lot of times, even if you have experience judging, you'll get to an event and they'll have a standard that you haven't had to hold athletes to before. And you've also just found out about it. Damn, these guys are flying. Hey, Will, we need a sound. So when Brian says stuff like that, you hey, Tolo is behind. You push a button and it screams freedom. Behind, he's not even doing it. I thought he's just standing in the back. Oh, he was just up up with Braun in the beginning. So uh -oh. I'm, yeah, I'm uh -oh. guessing that Tolo is also withdrawing here. He's withdrawing? Well, he's just standing in the back of, the, uh, of his lane. He did not compete in this round. <clears throat> so uh, again i would be nice to see the whole floor here because it looks like there's four guys left on the floor oh, they so, cut away again <laughs> so what we want to see is when this guy crosses the line so i think a minute 27 a minute 28 is the mark to beat for the next heat because there were still four guys on the floor or maybe it's a little little slower than that minute 30 because we already had oh no because no, right, right. no, because Toll is out too. So that's actually only going to be two guys eliminated. So it was the second to last finisher from the seat. Why is Tola out? Well, he, this happens sometimes. An athlete goes out on the floor, and you know they just take. I mean, he, just, he didn't. I don't know. We have, we'll we have, we don't know yet. But he didn't. I bet you it's a shoulder anything. issue. I bet you, I bet you it's a shoulder issue. Uh that bar is heavy, people. One eighty five is no joke to overhead squat ten times. No joke. Not even for some of the best guys in the world. Tell me, tell me, John. Laugh at me. Tell me. It's heavy. You know it's heavy. I don't think it's that heavy, but both of you have disagreed with me, and I've gotten killed in the chat already. So Well, you're a different, you're a different creature. I just saw James Hobart test that games workout one year. I don't remember what it is, but it was like five rounds and it was at 175 or 185. It was the and, first cut workout. Running legless rope and, climbs. And that's squat, squat snatches. That's not overhead squats. Oh, those were squat snatches? And I just remembered watching him do it, and it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. I'm just thinking for the top half, so just say 10, top yeah. 10 guys. I don't think it will be a problem. Fair. Okay, fair. And the reason I think that is because the Naughty Nancy workout had 185 squats, and it was harder than this. And it had 75 overhead squats with 185, and everybody did it unbroken. It's um, it, it, and I know I know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, but it is so crazy neurologically taxing. I mean, every single part of your body, from your fucking toes to your fucking your scalp, is getting uh, fired up from heavy overhead squats like that. It is nuts. Your core, your glutes, your shoulders. Okay, okay. So this is interesting because Toll is in this group circle here. So maybe he just. Took the floor oh, he, when he wasn't he just, supposed to. I think he missed his heat. Because look, they're all getting around. That's, He's acting that's like the head judge that's briefing them on something. Yeah. A guy named Graham Scott is just bombing the Dubai YouTube channel saying Sevon's podcast is better. Great lawsuit. <laughs> Where's that? <laughs> 
that that's the head judge right there. He's a he's a good dude. Craig Harriman, very um he handles adversity under pressure really well. So is Tola competing then? <laughs> We're about to find out. I hope so because I th- I wanted I mean, to see him do this event. And a couple of the other ones that are coming tomorrow. Those lanes are so dicey. One of the guys looked like he almost had a bar dropped on his head as he was sprinting to the finish line, meaning another competitor almost dropped a bar on him or he dropped it on himself. And here we go. This heat, and, and this is and this is what John is referencing, maybe the best guys in the seat. This heat will destroy the overhead squats, but we will see the overhead squats, I think, take a bigger toll as we go on on the men than on the women. But we shall see. I don't know if I've ever overhead squatted 185. I've done 175 for a set of 10. I know it wasn't easy. With steel plates. I got kicked out of the gym when I dropped it on the 10th rep. I'm pretty decent at overhead squats, so I'm probably just biased. Uh, you You had a good you had a good assessment, though. It, it, it probably is the type of thing that separates the the men from the boys, the big guys, the guys who are gonna who are gonna be at the games, the CrossFit games. You guys watch Tola walk on his hands because when he wants to sprint, he is the fastest handstand walker I've ever seen. We've yet to what see happening here. I, th- I swear they're running them in three heats. It looks like it. They had to call an audible. And look how they have them. One, and they have them in weird lanes again, too. I, I'd love to know how they decide that. It must be. It must have to do with scoring and tabulation. Just to keep it consistent and easy. So who's in this heat? We got Tola on the right. Um, is that Roman? Roman's in the yeah yeah. Uh, Tola Roman. I can't tell. Jeff Adler, uh, Fiebic, and Hapalainen. Where's Tola? Is he on it? He's not. We bottom. can't see him, right? He's on the bottom, uh, closer to us than Roman. There, there he is. is. Oh yeah 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 yeah. He's catching him. Nice. He took that bike easy, man. Where's Ricky? I think Lazar's in this heat. I think I don't think Ricky's in this heat. So I think that for whatever reason they're going to have three heats in this first round. We don't know why, but it Whoa. appears. Oh, <laughs> did you see Tola there? What was that? He just rushed it. But see, watch him now. Now he'll crank it. Look how narrow his grip is, dude. I thought he would crank it. So 128, 128 is the time, right, Brian? I think it might be 130 because of the fact that there's only 19 competitors. Roman did great. Wow, this is kind of surprising. Yeah, I'm surprised. Nicola was gaming Boy, the bike. He like barely you? made it. <laughs> you think he was gaming the bike, Tola? It looked like it, but then it looked like he had to rush to. I don't know. He was He's either rushing. Uh, is that is 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 that a hypothesis? Equipment malfunction. It's solid, solid. They probably. I mean, they, they probably have said that on the broadcast by now. Okay. Okay, his bike was broken. Nice. Thanks for the update. Nice work, Gershwin. Gershwin. I've never known a Gershwin. It was actually pretty impressive. He even saved that one because that bar bent like he basically half push pressed it out or strict pressed it out. He's talking to the judge there. Hmm. 
I am surprised more people aren't just snatching it. <clears throat> so, I mean, now, now what you have in play is that, especially the athletes from the first seat that will advance, they're going to get a significant rest here. And it's either going to be a, an advantage or not. I mean, it, it is possible that there's an amount of time that goes by that's disadvantageous in a workout like this, too. Holy so, cow. Watch that. Watch up. I think that's Apollinen in the middle. And he looks oh, like he's he cranking. Is, yeah, he is. In this heat, there's Ricky Garrard, Willie George, Henrik Apollinen, Luka Jukic, and Elliot Simmons. Did we miss Jeff? I haven't seen Jeff Adler. I think he was he was in the previous heat. Well, obviously, but I didn't see him. He's just in the middle of the pack, probably like inconspicuous, and I think that's what you want to be in this workout Boy. in the early rounds. Well, um, I think the question about Ricky's handstand walking is being answered. It's fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was pretty quick. Oh, he missed the snatch. Did you see that? Oh, of course not. No one's going to struggle with this barbell, dude. It's easy. He recovered, though. But see, he's cranking now, so he just rushed it. He finished in 118. Man, I think it's actually going to be really tight for the Tola. last spot to get in. Tola was close. They ran a heat while I dropped a deuce? Yeah. It's crazy. You Ricky, left. Ricky I didn't even notice really he left. On his hands. I mean, there was some definitely some dead dead air time, but I didn't. I thought you were just. Uh, uh, so, so that was Ricky we just saw go for the first time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And did he make it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he killed it. I need a shirt. I'm here to watch Ricky. He had so much time. He missed his snatch. He tried to snatch his first overhead squat. He missed it and then just recovered and then snatched it again and then did his 10 overhead squats and was still in the clear easily. Uh, because he smashed the bike and did the handstand walk so well? I really, hand, I think the handstand, handstand walk. walk. Just yeah. the handstand walk. I know Brian is funny today. It's like he got – it's like – yeah, we have funny Brian. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I noticed last night we, we started seeing some signs of funny Brian towards the end of the show. What is, what's your max overhead squat, John? I'll let you guys go first. I mean, my max ever is probably 185. I've done 175 for 10, as I said. But uh, Oh, no, you know what? I, I think I've done more. I think maybe sometime when I was in my 30s, I probably did like 205 maybe once. I mean, that's getting close to me. <laughs> I hate to say it, that's getting close to my max like front squat of all time. I think my max front squat of all time was 215. So it's nothing, nothing special. What do you got, Brian? And, and, probably, and today I, I probably, I, I, I don't know if my, sh my shoulders can barely do anything. I'm, I... 195 205 something like that i think you guys should have an overhead squat battle 
I'll try 135 today just to see if I still got it. And live stream it. Well, what's your max overhead squat? I have no idea. But um, last time I maxed out was 335. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. I have no idea, but I've done 175 for 10. I haven't, but I have no idea. But again, okay. I haven't max. I haven't maxed out in a long time. My limiter is the jerk. Just what's the most overhead? You've, yeah. Okay. What's the most you've done with 10? Um, I've done 225 close grip for 15. <sighs> wow. And and like by close grip, I mean clean clean grip. Wow, that's nuts. That is nuts. It, it kind of used to be the gold standard in CrossFit to be able to do, I think Nicole Carroll um, in that video from way, 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 way back in the day, way back in the day, she the, the gold standard was 10 overhead squats at body weight. And I think if you could do that, you were good. But overhead squats, one of them things, if you're not – if it's not a max effort, whatever you can do for like three, you could do for 10, at least in hey, my opinion. Uh, you, you, oh, right. Uh, uh, I can't wait for John to make it to the game so you all can talk about it. We'll be, we'll, we'll be waiting a long time. <laughs> a long time. He's too old. He started too late. All, all fair points. Hmm. No, Adler and Ricky weren't in the same heat, right? Adler was in the heat before, right? Correct. The guy who was next to Ricky that you thought was Jeff Adler, I think, was Willie George. Fair. Why was Roman in the first heat? I can't. I, I'm I'm struggling to understand the the seating at this point. Brian, have you been to Dubai? Yep. And have you been to that stadium? Yep. Was that last year? They didn't have a competition last year. It was two years ago. I'm surprised they let that stop them. Ah, they got a huge type diabetes problem there. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Huge diabetes problem. Okay, so there's some pretty big names in this first heat of two. Um Let's see how they show the cameras once they get on the bike, and we'll see if we can identify everyone. But at the top of the screen, well, that's Ricky right there, right in between Tola and Adler. Yeah, and then this Henrik Hepalainen on the outside. See, the they're pushing this bike. So Hepalainen, Adler, Gerard, Tola, Alex Gatulis. I think that's Mahmoud Alomda or Mohammed Alomda. Hebelinen's off first. Wow. Hebelinen's been crushing the bike. Who's that in the red? That's Mahmoud. I think that's El Omda. He's fast. Oh, dude, this heat is crazy. Dude, Ricky's a beast. Here we go. Takes his time. Takes his time getting the bar overhead. I mean, you know, that's, I always, tell athletes that like take your time getting the overhead squat into the right position because like john said once you get there you can crank you can rep them out but if you don't if you are slightly off getting it there then you can start to panic wow that's an impressive this is impressive this guy in red here this is a very there's a yeah there's a lot of good athletes in this heat and he just yeah 
Oh, dude, it is sketchy. They're too close to each other. Unless that's just a weird camera angle. Did you see how he had to run in between those two guys? Wait, wait. Is Ricky last right now? Not last. That angle was tough to tell exactly. who uh, Was that him finishing, though? No, no, no. The last guy to finish? I don't think so. It'd be nice to see their faces because they're all wearing the same color shirts. Maybe someone will tell us who's listening to the real feed. Dude in red is not below parallel. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's so hard, though, to say because sometimes Bridges doesn't look like he's below parallel, and he is. The difference is uh, Josh Bridges is five foot four, and that guy is a normal height. The other difference is that when you're competing on the floor, the only thing you have to do is satisfy the requirements of your judge. And even though it might not be what we would hope it would be, if they're giving you the reps, you're not going to change what you're doing. That doesn't defeat what he said, though. No, no, but that's part of competing. Is like if your ref says go lower, you got to go lower. If they don't, then just keep doing it. Yeah. That was Willie George, not Ricky. My mattress is here from Amazon. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, so second heat here. Moritz Fibic on the far left. Lazar Jukic, I think, is in the blue. Roman Krennikov. Braun is in the red. Andre Huday. Henrik, I think. Is that Henrik Epelainen? What is going on? Is that Jorgos Katervis on the far right? That's not Epelainen. Oh, Simon Montilla. One of these is Simon Montilla, and the other is Epelainen. This is Epelainen. Montilla was in the last heat. They're both, you know, Scandinavian guys with white shirt and blonde hair. So until we get the close-ups, it can be tough. What is the what is the time? Do you remember? Oh, man, I, I was just trying to see who finished. I, I'm not sure what the time was, and I think that f- now it's four guys. So we'll just say 125, you're in trouble. That, you know, I, that heat seemed like it was actually a little slower than the first round for several of them. But, yeah, I would say you want to be under 125 to feel safe. Man, these guys, because it's going to be 30 seconds, 26 seconds. Yeah, El Amda surprised me. He's, he he did do really good. Okay, this is slower handstand tight. walks. Wow, wow. So I think <laughs> 113, 113 was the top time. That's a Roman. narrow grip for Roman. Roman's overhead squad. And you see Henrik's got and, and Yorgos, like they've got really wide grips. Yeah, they do. I can't squat like that. I have to be narrow. Oh god. So Roman with the fastest time in rounds Woo! one and round two. And there's Braun. I'm thinking everyone in this heat is going on. Yeah. I They're agree. all under 115. So Willie and, and Tola that, are out. Willie and Tola definitely out. And and besides that, we won't know yet. What happened to your pick, Brian? Tola? Who knows, man? I mean, I don't know. He seemed like he was unhappy talking to the head judge after round one. But uh, either way, from what I'm seeing here is just not – honestly, the whole competition is not what I expected from him. He's got basically three last places in the first place. And considering what he's supposedly been working on all season, that is basically the exact opposite. That's the exact opposite of what I was expecting. That's already what he was doing. Yeah. 
first place in the lifting event and last place in everything else. I thought he was just running every day for six months. I have no idea, but uh, the main the main thing that I hope is that Savan sleeps really well tonight. Thank you. Did I miss a heat? Yeah, yeah, you missed a heat. Everyone in that heat was very fast. We think that for sure Tola and Willie George would be eliminated heading into the next round. And Roman had the fastest time in that round after also having the fastest in the first round. 106? Something like that. I mean, I'm wondering like how hard he's pushing or if there's still room to improve and we might see a sub one minute eventually. He's not the first off the bike. And we know he can be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what that's what that's, my, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that did seem faster. Um, at least this, the second heat was definitely the fast of that round was definitely the fastest heat we've seen yet. Yeah, this is an interesting. This is an interesting comment from um, uh, Maddie, and th- th- and that's why it was so. It was kind of cool that Rogue made it the last event. In their competition, is it unfair? On the- yeah, yeah. He's always asking the question that we asked earlier, and and yes, like there's a degree of where you would say yes, but I think the fact that it's the last event of the day today is okay. Like all of these athletes, and they don't have to compete till four p.m. tomorrow. It's not like they have to wake up at six in the morning and go to you know whatever. So they'll all be able to go home, do their normal recovery, get some food, get as long as sleep as they want, do some body work in the morning. And all of them should be prepared, regardless of the amount of work that they have to do today. If you don't have to compete till 4 p.m. again tomorrow, they, they have protocols and routines in place to get ready to go. So I don't think, well, it does, it is a different amount of work that they have to do. Um, I don't think that it's, uh, uh, I don't think it's a poor decision. Uh, for people who are listening who can't see, basically the question was um, the people who, the, the winners of this event obviously have to do it three, four, five, six times, right? What's the, what, five times. Five so, times. So, so someone might have to do this workout five times and someone else might only have to do this workout one. And the question is, hey, since this is in the middle of the competition, is that unfair to those guys? And Brian is saying, no, they're conditioned well enough and their recovery is good enough to where it, it, it shouldn't matter too much. And the scheduling is, is appropriate so that they can recover from it. It's since the last it's at- workout for today. Yeah. And they don't have to work out again until tomorrow evening. Okay. Sometimes what happens, like uh, it's happened at the games before where um, athletes will finish, you know, an hour before other athletes finish an event on the, on the Friday night for whatever reason. And then they have to wake up and compete Saturday morning early. And in those situations, I would say that extra hour in the evening is a big advantage. Uh, I had four cups of good dudes coffee and now I'm drinking a Perrier. And I've had, I think I had three pieces of bacon today also. And that's it. I fell asleep. I've been up since 3.50 a.m. No no hard morning. cheese this morning? No hard cheese this morning. Is there a right. cheese shortage in California? No, thank God. We've been struggling with cheese over here. In, in, really? In Chicago? You guys got cheese issue? Uh, so, know, some people were talking about that last night at the holiday party we had. I mean, it seems like there's a shortage of everything. No, no, I don't. I don't drink CBD drinks unless they're free at the hotel. I don't do CBD stuff. I don't do any. I'm a good dude. I'm a good dude. I do BPA in my plastics. That's it. Mm. 
I'm trying to look at the heat here. I feel like I only see five guys on the floor. We see Moritz Fiebig on the far left in the blue. Adler's next to him in the white. In the middle, kind of standing on his own, I think, is Alex Katulis. Oh, here comes Lazar. So I think it's is that, I think it's Lazar, Alex Katulis, and then on the far right, Elliot Simmons and Mohamed El Omda. And so we saw El Omda win his first heat, and here he's seated towards the back of the advancing athletes. So even though he looked good against that heat, I think that there's actually a pretty big gap in performance here from the top eight guys to the rest of the field. I liked how that chick just walked in front of the camera like it was Mystery Science Theater 3000 or some shit. You see up in the top of the stadium there, above that red opening, there are some VIP seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are always there. And they are... Uh, shakes. Oh, they are shakes? Mm-hmm. That's just, that means dudes with a lot of money who are related to the right people? Mm-hmm. That's what a shake is? Shake. I wonder if they're offended by Shake Shack. That's cultural. Or Shake Weight. Yeah, if that's cultural appropriation. So I'm the, I think right here, if you're in this heat, that you have to push a little bit because uh, the, the last heat was so much faster. Yeah, you can't. You got to be top two in this heat, I think. Oh, El Amda's tired. Uh oh, uh oh, what's going on here? It's Will. Look at Will. Will threw his hands up in death. the air. Circle of death. Go through his hands in the air. I'm going to have to turn it on over here on my TV. Ah, oh, Will's gone. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm turning it hey, on mine. Jeff, Jeff is done at 113. Elamda and a couple blue guys at 115. Do you think Elamda got in before all of them? No, no, no. Jeff was 113, and then Elamda was at 115. Sorry. Do you think Elamda was the second to cross in this heat? Ah, uh, if Jeff was the first one. Okay, then those are the only two guys safe in this heat. And even though those guys were only tenths of seconds behind El Onda, it, I mean, it, it could, it might not be enough. Oh, Ricky huh. Gershwin said Ricky might is cut. <clears throat> I like Eric. They found you and turned you off. <laughs> is it, is he in this heat, Brian? Do you see him? <clears throat> Uh, wait. This is a repeat. Yeah, there's. Yeah, yeah. So this this already happened. What we're watching right now. Yeah. yeah. We're a little behind. I know. I you know Willie. I will. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't refresh mine either to the present. It's a trip. Oh, he's just trying to. We're trying to stay here for Jeff, a second. Yeah, Jeff was the first one, and then L um dub. No, but you the, see how close yeah, he was yeah, with yeah, Lazar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That lit that. Hundredth of a second could be the difference if everyone else beats them in this uh, next heat. So what? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so let's just say one fifteen. If anybody gets under one fifteen, everybody gets under one fifteen. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. I'm saying if anybody's past one fifteen, then those two are safe. And if not, then we don't know. Good job, so, Will. So Ricky got cut last round. That's surprising. And that, if that's the case, that's going to open up the opportunity yeah, for Jeff, Adler. Jeff's get ahead of him. And if Lazar sneaks in, um, they were only you know ten and twenty points behind him. Uh, he's given up a lot of points if he doesn't if he did in fact get eliminated there. I don't think Lazar will be ahead of him just the way the scoring system works. 
If he wins the event, unless I mean, I know it's it. unlikely, but yeah, unless he wins it. Ricky is so overrated. Graham Scott. Not cool. Not cool at all. Hey, do they clean these bars off every time? Are they concerned about the Omicron spread? Are they using that that bar scraper that uh, Rob Orlando sells in between every round with a spray of Clorox? Because I know there's it's a safety first, safety first. I mean, he's great to watch. Yeah, he is great to watch, and he's gonna he's gonna make it to the game. Uh, think Dubai's man. No, no, not that. Where is it? Uh, and he's great. Uh, here he is. I mean, he's great to watch. Yeah, he is great to watch. Uh, and he's gonna make it to the games. Oh, Harry. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I, you know, I'm just going to start handing out fucking burpees. Is this the next heat? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Is that Roman? Roman, he'll advance. And they Fastest always do time this. Why do they always do okay, this? here we go. Here we go. Braun. That's your goal. All these guys are still faster. Whoever's the last person on the floor right here is the one guy that might allow both Lazar and Alomda to advance, but we're not going to see it. It's. I like the down the line they have. They should do that immediately once the first person finishes. I like when they show the first person's finishers back for a while, so I can't see anything else. Is that the case at Barbell Jobs, Savon? Yes, all all the all the barbells at barbelljobs.com are vaxxed. It's all it's like, this is yeah, this is a disease of the unvaxxed, a disease of the unvaxxed. <laughs> Even though in California it's a hundred percent of the people are vaxxed who got it. I love it. It's good good times, good days, good days to be alive. Good days. It is, it is, it, I know, it's weird, Colin, I'm freezing, and it is sunny and beautiful here today. My office is freezing, it's so well insulated, and it was freezing last night. I know, these are weird things that you see, the camera ran out of battery. I mean, they do so much right here. And yet, you see those things, and it's a little weird. <clears throat> you can be transvaxed if you like. I don't know what that means, but should, I'll, I'll pass. Thank you, though, for the opportunity to... <laughs> to sign in uh willie what's up baby what's going on how did we get oh here we're coming back here we go so we got one more heat to figure out who the winner is of this event no this should be the semifinal heat so the last uh eight and but it's only going to run in it'll run in one heat where are the guys right now i don't even see them on the floor they're all um they're getting double vax Ah, good, good. For the semis, they're they're getting their hands sprayed with uh, uh, antibacterial soap right now. You think this is Romans to lose right now? Oh, for sure. He's not only um, had the fastest time in each round, but he's gotten no, faster every round. The event, this particular the the no, overall Dubai, competition. Dubai. Yeah. Well, we, we we thought that went before it started. Nothing's changed. I mean, just the fact we talked about it. The fact that Ricky beat him on day one in those workouts is. It's not that surprising. We wanted to see him lift. We wanted to see him on the floor here. And we know, like, Roman has been doing this. He's been beating everyone yeah. in Europe in a, all season. I'm just restating this is kind of how we thought it would it would shake out. 
Roman doesn't really have any weaknesses and no, and, and we expected Adler and, and Ricky to be fairly close. I mean, that was kind of what we were thinking, and probably after tonight they will be. I mean, it looks like I I think the reason Ricky gets so much hype is just because he has this thing that he's just better at than everybody else in all of the CrossFit world, and nobody else is really close. But looks like El Omdo made it through. This is great. I'm happy for him. There you go, El Omdo. And Lazar got through. So whoever was last in the second heat, which couldn't tell who it was. Was it Houday? No, I think I see Houdé on the top of the screen. Um, wait. Yeah, I think that's Houdé over there, bending down, fixing his bike, second from the top. Braun's yeah, up there. So we got Braun, Roman, Lazar, uh, Jeff. Where's Jeff at? There's a lot of people out there. Let's wait till I get on the bikes. <laughs> What do you think, Brian? <laughs> Follow your own advice, John. That's what I'm trying to do. Did I tell you about the guy who contacted me following that article and said uh, we, we uh, he was going to do some data compilation for aerobic events similarly? And he did actually send me the, the data for it. And his how, how aerobic do you have to be to podium? Basically, yeah. It wasn't. Uh, it was similar to what you did, but not exact. And his conclusion was. Relative to the field, you have to be a little bit better at aerobic workouts than strength. But I, I haven't like sat down with it like I did with the stuff you sent me yet. Is that to make it to okay, the game? Okay, so we, so we got Braun, Andre Hude, Adler, Lazar, Roman. Roman. Is that Caravis? Fabian? It's either. No, that's Fabian Benito, then Caravis, and then Alomda. What's the temp out there on the floor? Now the judges are in shorts. So Hapalainen didn't make it. Norman Tila, right? What the temp is in Dubai. Jeff is walking really good. That was fast for him. I'm wondering something. Roman just overhead squats so fast. Strong, mobile. Wow, check this out. In Dubai at 6 p.m., it was 66 degrees, and at 3 a.m., it was 79 degrees. It gets hotter at night. Oh, my gosh, dude. So, so Jeff Roman, stayed at 113. Dude, Roman, Jeff, Lazar. So, Lazar is, in fact, going to pick up a bunch of points on Ricky here, and it might yeah. it might be tight. And is this Yorgos going to be the fourth one in? Get over the line, dude. Oh, my God. So, that's the time that you don't want to be casual going over the line. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so we think that the final four will be Roman, Lazar, Jeff Adler, and Yorgos Skaravis. And you know what? Yorgos has looked pretty good. This is the guy that Christoph was talking about, just competed last week in the Madrid Challenger Series. Christoph took third at that. I think he was, I think Yorgos, I can't remember if he was first or second, um, but less than a week turnaround to competing at this competition. And he was uh, very impressive on the chipper. Um, and then he's, you know, obviously made a top four here. Did, uh, so is he is he kind of like not as much, but like Tola a little bit on the aerobic side because he didn't do very well in the first two events and then he's been lighting it up ever since. Oh, shit. Omda's in trouble. 
He shouldn't be messing with this. Can he tap? Stefan, don't worry. We'll never see a guy in the top 10 struggle with a 185 barbell. I didn't think El Longo <laughs> was going to make the top 10. I'm sorry. If you tell me El Longo is going to make the top 10, I would have I would have never said anything. Yeah, that was interesting, right, Heidi? I, I was tripping on that a little bit, too. I'm tripping on the, the announcement. And, and it was a weird kind of – yeah, I was tripping on that. I was tripping on that. I was tripping on that too. It's a it's a different culture there. That you know, Dubai I think is one of those places. It's like Armenia. Like when the cops pull you over, you jump out of your car and you put your arm around the cop and you start talking to him. It's not like the United States where everyone's just terrified and freaked out. Hey, this was the so. first round. Roman kind of slowed down, and Jeff hasn't slowed down. You think it's possible Jeff could get him? I do. I mean, I know that you say it's a light barbell, but doing ten. Overhead squats five times at this weight, racing on your hands five times in a row, pushing the bike that hard. I think Roman has has done more than he needs to in every round so far. Like, why are you winning these rounds by so much? All you have to do is not be last. He should have did what Nistler did. Yes. And he keeps finishing and looking around like, where is everybody else? It's like, <laughs> you have to learn. Have you not learned anything from the first three rounds? Slow down. Anyway, yeah, that'd be. I mean, this—that's definitely what I'm watching here. Romans four for four on winning the round, but the only round that matters for for it's the event win is this one. You know? um, Lazar's scraped by in the round of twelve. Had a good performance there in the semis, and who knows? Maybe him and Jeff can both beat him. It's only a couple seconds. I'm surprised Lazar is doing so well in this event. Why? Because the overhead squat. What, what about it? I thought it'd be a little heavier for him than some, but I didn't think Tolo or Braun would be as bad as they were. Like they weren't, they're not in the top four. You know what I mean? And I thought they would blow this up and, and they haven't. They did not know. Um, I think Lazar is one of those guys that uh, probably can cycle like high percentages of his lifts pretty well relative to others. And I agree, but so can Ricky, you know, I expected the same from Ricky. And he, didn't. you know what I actually think cost Ricky on this one was the bike. He was like five seconds behind most of the guys you getting off he, the you bike. Think he overpaced it. Maybe. I mean, it's hard. It, it, I, or maybe he thought he could make up more time on the handstand walk. Uh, I don't know. Well, it, it seems like the people who are doing the best at this event are just the fittest people. And like a specialty doesn't matter. It's just whoever's the fittest other than Ricky. I mean, think about it, Roman, Jeff, Lazar, and then uh, the great El Omda. Hey, but, what uh, was what was what was the limiting factor for Ricky? Was it the overhead squats? He just said the bike. Who said that, Brian? Yeah, that's, I mean that's what it's that's what it seemed like was that he was a you know five seconds or so behind most of the guys on the bike, and he just wasn't able to make it up. So Carvis. It'd be funny if Caravis won. That'd be kind of anticlimactic. We haven't talked about him. There's an interview I typed in this morning on Google, fucking 4.30 in the morning. Uh, uh, Roman Krennikov, Roman Krennikov, uh, why can't he come to the United States or something like that. And one of the videos that pops up is um, a vi- it's a video with Tommy interviewing him for the morning chalk up. 
and there's a translator there and I'm and I didn't get a chance to see it to see if it's in there. Earlier I had heard that there was a video of him originally um of him talking in in whatever language he talks Russian or whatever uh, where he says he's special forces in the Russian army and because of that video Russia won't let him out of the country because they're afraid he's going to defect and never come back. That's completely hearsay. I have no proof of that. That's just something I heard on the side. Um, but I, if anyone wants to know, I'm, eventually I'll listen to that video on the morning chocolate where Tommy's interviewing him. Okay, we're off. This is the final event. The winner here wins this event. Uh-huh. Yeah, and this is the one where I think you could just got to go for it. You know, the, like you, if you can win an event, it's huge with the way the point scoring is. Um, and losing, like finishing last in this heat is – it's not that bad. Like you've already locked in 85 points. So I think you just see Jeff and Lazar pushing a little bit harder here and they'll probably get off the bike a little closer to Roman than usual. Yep. As expected. And now it's just a matter of, can they hold on? Jeff's handstand walking has improved a lot because he was not a good handstand walker and he looks great. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with that. Really good work out for again, huh? All right, if he doesn't go too fast, he should have it. Is he's he getting pretty, he's, he, he's cutting parallel pretty close, too. It doesn't look like it, but his judge is giving it to him. Yeah, who's the guy in the, closest to us? He's not getting very deep either. That's Cadavis. It's so hard to say from that angle. So he's, he was slower again, but so is everyone else. So clearly... Yeah. Clearly, the rounds are taking their toll. And Jeff's actually going to take last out of the four oh guys. Oh, my gosh. Jeff. This is a good finish for Lazar, man. This is a good it finish was. for Lazar. It was. I think Lazar did the best out of this event compared to what we thought was going to happen. <clears throat> Damn, Roman's hurting. Well, he yeah. won every round. <laughs> but that time in the last round would have been like like eighth or seventh in the in t- two rounds ago. Hey, what is the fastest time we've seen from the men? Uh, 106 was Roman's fastest time. Can this be done in under a minute? Can anyone? Uh, you just you would have to sprint the bike. Can the, great, can the great Matt Fraser, the greatest of all time, do it in under a minute and six? I'm not going to say he can't. I bet you he can. I think if it's only one round, and, and especially if you haven't done that brutal chipper right before, yeah. Um, that there's a handful of guys that could go under a minute for one round of this. Yes. I, I agree. Guys like, I mean, <sighs> I think Madero's could. I think Froning probably could for one round. I if, think John Young maybe. If Guillermo. <laughs> <laughs> I, you haven't seen me handstand walk because it's not that fast. Uh, <laughs> I think Guillermo probably could. Um, definitely, uh, there's a second or two for everyone to make on the make up on the transition. Um, if you're willing just to just, you know, send it be, when you finish. The I love that walk, they're, this is, the they're letting Roman talk to the crowd. And I think that's his translator next to him. Yeah. Oh, in Russian. Yeah. Roman, whatever, whatever Roman was saying was definitely in Russian. And now he's translating it. But he, this guy was smiling as Roman was talking. So I'll have to play that back and see what he said. What do they speak? There's Arabic, the main language there in Dubai. What's their language? Anyone know? Anyone? I got the wiki for Dubai pulled up. Arabic. Is that what it said? Is that what you found? Yeah. 
What's happening here? What are we doing? Well, Roman's just talking. He seems like he's having a good time. That's it. Are we done for the day? The athletes are done for the day, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. My, day's, does, ru- my day's ruined. When does tomorrow start? <laughs> why, why is your day ruined, Savan? Because I've already I've been up for too long and my eyes are burning. Like, like I was going to go to Big Sur today and I just can't. It would just be unsafe. <laughs> I'm a, I think I'm gonna go take a nap. Yeah, I'm probably gonna take a nap too. I got go, work all evening. Go get some food. Yeah, okay. Let's let's recap this again. Um, who who are the top three for the uh for this event? This was event number four. Yeah, this is event four, and they have not updated um, scores for the uh for this event for either the men or the women. But John, we had Laura. Yeah. Gabby or Andrea, Gabby, and Sarah. Was it Gabby then Andrea, or Andrea then Gabby? It was Laura and then Andrea and then Gabby and then Sarah. Okay. So those are the top four for the women. And then and then the overall leaderboard, Laura has gonna she has a pretty decent lead over everybody. And then Sam Briggs and Kristen Holty or not no Gabby and Kristen Holta are gonna be <laughs> pretty close for second and third. And, and I think Sarah Sigmund's daughter is going to make a big jump because she was in tenth before that event, but she was only eleven points behind fifth, and she, she scored I mean, eighty five points there. Yeah. So she she might be all the way up to fifth after this. No, well, Nissler, where's Nissler? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it depends how far Sam Briggs falls down. So it'll no, probably be, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It'll probably be Laura, Gabby, Kristen, Briggs, Nissler, Sarah. Those will be the top six. Yeah, and then for the guys, the uh, the top four were Roman. And this event were Roman, Jeff Adler, or uh, who was second? Lazar? I think I think Yorgos got second, and then Lazar yeah, yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. close. Roman, Caravis, Lazar, and then Jeff. And then overall for the guys, it looks like uh, Roman will be in first. Uh, not by a, not by the same amount as Laura though, but he'll have a decent lead for first, and then Jeff will be in second. Right, Ryan. I think it's going to be Roman, Jeff, Lazar, Ricky. And... But Ricky and Lazar are going to be really close. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm Ricky and see... Lazar will be really close for third and fourth. Jeff will have a little bit of a lead in second, and Roman has a decent lead over everybody. The interesting thing is that the guys behind, like those, were the top four coming into this workout, and then the next guys, Willie George, Elliot Simmons, Henrik Kapalainen, and Luka Jukic, all did pretty bad on that event. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty tight in that range, especially from Elliot Simmons down. So we could see a shakeup in that five through like fifteen area. But the top four are, I think, at this point, the top four. They're the top four we thought coming in. They're the only four that I mentioned that I thought I had a chance to make the podium. And it's basically it sets up for a good competition on the last day. The cool thing about it is two of those guys are, are men who made the top 20 this year at the games. They finished ninth and 13th, respectively, Lazar and Jeff. Obviously, Jeff had a top five finish the year before at the games as well. And we have Roman and Ricky, who are potentially two of the best threats to podium at the games that we haven't seen at the games in a while, who are hanging with top 10 games athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, t- tell me about, uh, Caravis. He was in 16th and now you're saying he took second in this workout. Does that do anything for him or too little, too late? No, it's too- significant. Go ahead, Brian. 
It'll move him up. I think, you know, um, the first, the like, uh, Carvis probably will continue to move up the leaderboard a little bit as the weekend goes on. Like, he's pretty he'll, good at the in the gym stuff. He'll make a push for the top 10, but probably not the top five. And uh, this is like CrossFit is what you're saying. The CrossFit games, basically, as we get further and further into the competition, we're going to see more and more CrossFit style workouts. Yeah, I mean, we know the rest of the workouts. So tomorrow morning or tomorrow evening in Dubai, they'll start with the ring muscle up thruster. Okay. Then they'll have the back to back workouts of 21159 um, echo bike toes to bar, one minute reset, 2159 calorie row bar facing burpee. And then I think there's a final, and I think it's unannounced. So there'll be four events, but they'll like only take the floor three times. Four scored events, which means that of if that's the case, there's 900 total points available. There's still 400 left tomorrow. So there's a significant amount of points up for grabs, you know, 40% or so. And um, it starts at the same time, 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time again? I think so. Damn it. Um, let me see. I don't, I don't think it's that early. Yes, it's, it's that before- early. I hope Sorry, it's done so before long. the UFC starts. No problem. Uh, and um, let's do one final thing before we sign out. Um, are we? Are, how do we feel about Sarah's performance? Are we like, yeah, she's doing good, and she can get ten percent better by the time it comes to the games, and she can make podium this year at the games? Like, are we seeing something like that from her? What are we seeing from Sarah? I don't. I don't know if she can podium at the games, but one hundred percent, the rest of what you said, like she's been able to do everything, and it doesn't seem like anything's holding her back. Um, especially the downhill run. The downhill run is honestly the biggest test that she could have. And then she clean and jerked almost her PR and competition clean and jerk. So she's passing all the tests. Um, You know, me and Brian didn't know what to think of her. She was kind of a wild card, uh, but she's doing great. I wouldn't expect her to podium at this competition, but I mean, she can make a push for top five for sure. And then uh, she's only going to get better. If Tia was here, would this be easy 50K for her? Yes. And if Matt Fraser was here, would this be easy 50K for him? Yes. Just easy. Just crushing people. You you uh, what, you disagree or agree, Brian? I, I agree. I mean, obviously, assuming Fraser is coming into it prepared to win, but... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing There's nothing that either one of them has shown us in the last five years to think anyone can beat them if they want to win a competition. Right, complete steamroll if they're here. I do think uh, Ricky would beat him on the first two events. Matt yeah, Fraser. I don't know, man. Yeah, anyway. yeah, probably Roman would beat him too. I mean, he doesn't. you don't have to win every event to win the competition. And, right. right. He'd probably be third, third second and then first 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 all right guys thank you uh we will start back up tomorrow at uh after the first event so it's probably around 5 a.m right pacific standard time um yeah there's a pretty quick turnaround to the next event though have you seen that brian i guess we'll have time seven seven, minutes well if we want to do it like we did today it might be you know we might come in after event five stay on for event six okay you no know? okay well it'll be if, interesting if the turnaround's quick like this yeah all right i'm pumped thanks guys thanks everyone for tuning in uh thanks for all the kind words everyone's been great uh peace